Security excellence through education. Corporate Security University. Once again, it is Carlos Francisco. And this is Scott Walker. With Corporate Security University. Security excellence through education. Today, Scotty, we have one of the coolest guys in the world. And honestly, when I met him, I met him back in Orlando. It was the first time. And I didn't really know him. He didn't really know me. And he was just, I know where he get this VIP concierge and why he is the chief networker that we all know. And, uh, and that is Craig McKim, man, I'm really excited because Maverick Protection Group and his title on LinkedIn, Scotty, you got to get a hold of this, man. Nice. It says President Chief Great. Networker. And yes. this is, I think, what it's going to be about today, man. We're going to be talking about how networking and relationships makes our world go around. And it is part of the education of Corporate Security University for people to understand. And we have a course on this, you know, about branding yourself and making connections. So, this is, this is going to be great. What do you think, Scotty? You ready? I'm ready. Let's jump into it. What's well, good? Mr. Craig McKim, how are you, sir? What's going on, buddy? <laughs> uh, I'm well. I, I Man, what a great what a great intro to, to come into. Uh, I love, uh, you know, there's not many people that when we when I get on interviews, like, I get super amped. And uh, even before we started, I, you guys were already there. So I'm like, I, like, like let, let's go. <laughs> Well, you know, we wing this thing. We wing this thing, right? Like, there's yeah. no math. The math. There's no math behind this. We are a university, but there's no mathematics behind this thing, man. We literally just wing it. And when you said, "Hey, man, how about we kind of approach this topic?" and I, I know I got excited a lot because I think, and Scott would say this, that Scott and I spend a whole ton of time just creating a network of people that we like. What is it that you say, Scott, every single time? Yeah, this is this is for everything. If people don't know you, they don't like you, and they don't trust you, you they're not in your network, and you won't be yeah. in theirs. And you, this is what we talk about all the time. And Craig, you're living and breathing it. It's what yeah. you're. It's what's well, true. Um, there's, I can, I can't. I want to say draw a straight line, but there's so many things in my life. Any level of success that I've had has come out of a network. I knew somebody who knew somebody um, that that person liked me for what I, had nothing to do with anything at the time. But then, you know, five years later, because sometimes that's what it is, um, you, you know, you, you 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 slide in, you plug in because I remember how you were when we met in 2016 or in Orlando in 2021. Yeah. <laughs> Old town, baby. Old town, Old my town. town. And uh, but here, here's the beauty about this, that a lot of people in our industry, Craig, they they can't do they can't do the networking piece. They can't to reach out, call out, you know, talk to people, make connections, because that's just not what they were brought up to do. And Scott and I talk about this all the time with the military law enforcement folks and even the feds, right? The fed folks that are transitioning into what we do, they have a real tough time. And I, I'm going to start with a concept and we'll take it from there. Brandon, right? we'll start rolling through. You ready? I always tell them to mentally prepare, man, because you're a bound. You got to set your expectations right, with yourself and recognize that you're going into this whole new world. 
but you're going to, you know, for people that are not used to this, for me, it's easy. We just hang out, Scotty, same way, you know, just, man, we shake hands and hug babies. That's what we do. But I always tell people, man, it's a different, it's a different thing, but you got to kind of prepare yourself, get ready. It's going to be an awesome world out there, man. How, how did you get this thing started? How do you become a chief networker, man? Was there a mind change for you or is it just your background and what you're going to work, man? Tell, tell us. Well, a lot of it, I, when I sat down and thought about this uh, probably six, seven years ago, um, I, I started to like, kind of go through my history and I was the kid who threw parties. Um, and it wasn't, it wasn't, I, love that. I, I was never, and here's the thing. I was never capitalistic about it. I wasn't the guy that charged $2 at the door for a cup for the keg or any of that stuff. Right. Um, I just wanted oh, to bring people together. Sorry. Sorry. I did. <laughs> but go ahead. I, and, and I, and I fully respect it. And I, man, I look back and I'm like, ah, that's probably the direction I should have gone. <laughs> um, but it was just bringing people together. I wanted to, Hey, this guy, you know, the, the you know, when you're in high school, it matters like what school you go to because, you know, we don't like them because of, you know, they, 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 the basketball, you know, our basketball teams play each other. We can't can't possibly like the other the other team. And I just never subscribed to that. It just didn't make sense to me. Um, and so I would you know, I got to be buddies with the kids from this school and this school. And then, you know, when mom would leave for the week to go visit, visit my brother and the other end of P.A., um, I invited everybody in. And so I had kids from the neighboring school district. I had the different cliques from the school. Um, had my buddies there and, and all and on. So that's kind of where it started without me realizing it. But as time went on, um, I had a, I had a job. And uh, well, when I got to Vegas, I was doing security. I, I worked in nightlife. And so nightclub security. And uh, there was a guy that kept coming up to one of the clubs that I worked in. He just kept getting past the, you know, running right past the line. And I asked him, like, man, who are you? What do you do? He's like, oh, I had this hosting company and, and, you know, here's what I, you know, here's what I do. And I, you know, we, we treat our you know, white glove a service for our clients, very yeah. concierge. And so um, that job for me at that club eventually ended. And I reached out to this guy. I'm like, Hey, listen, you know, when you work in the club in Vegas, it's like, you know, you work here and then another club opens. And so some of your friends from that club go to go there. Well, then you go to visit them and then they introduce you to some of their friends and then they go over to this club. And so then you go in and that's how that network grew. So I just like, hey, listen, I know a lot of people in the industry. I'd be happy to, you know, happy to help and do whatever. So anyway, that was kind of it. And and um, sat with the Tony Robbins coach um, you know, five, six years ago and decided that was kind of what I wanted to do. I love networking. I like business development. It's cool. It's fun. But there's a dollar sign attached to it. And and I also understand that. But also, um, I just love the connection part of it. I like knowing people. And so that was really uh, what did it. And I actually created a, a like a networking 101 type of class um, that I take people through. Like you mentioned earlier, for those who aren't used to it, who don't who don't know what to do, you have to prepare, which is true. Uh, you know, especially your introverted types like I, you got to get your mind around it first before you do anything. And then you take action around the mindset of how it goes. And I walk people right through that, you know, through that process to get them more comfortable with it. So how I got here, that's kind of the, you know, kind of the story. Uh, but I just, you know, happen to know a lot yeah. of people like knowing people and, and uh, you know, landed here and it's worked out. Scott, he literally reminds me of me growing up in the service industry in Orlando, Florida. And that's exactly where we, 
I think that's one of the reasons why I love doing it too, Craig, it, connecting with people, meeting new people is because I grew up in that industry and everybody that grows up in an industry like Orlando, Florida, you know that you make connections with people at Universal so you can get in for free and then they connect with you. So you get them in for free at Disney and then you go to the clubs and the bars and everybody knows everybody. And then everybody's, you know, sadly for the bars, everybody's getting drinks for free and because we're all rotating through bars, but then they're coming to our bars, right? That's just how the industry works. And you make this relationship, you know, Scotty, I am sure that's exactly how it happened in all of your time in the military and armed forces. Yeah, no, yeah. Are you guys, you um, aren't going like other countries and then sharing? No, no, no. no it's, it's all about what's your patch say, what color is your beret, what's your badge look like. It's yeah. uh, much more materialistic. And, and uh, no, the, the, the hospitality industry is, is uh, I stand on the outside looking in and it's fascinating to me. So to, to hear y'all share those, those similar stories, because, you know, the law enforcement military were so much more guarded about right. um, our private lives and then what work we're doing. And then I had additional layers on top of that because I had a security clearance and I was an investigator and investigators don't necessarily like sharing their cases with outside people because they want to take over and so on. So, um, you're nailing uh, where the industry, our industry in the security and investigation side is going or needs to keep going. But we're having this challenge, right? We have all these folks coming in from the outside from military and law enforcement. And uh, they're experiencing like, hey, who do I talk to? Who should I go to? I mean, we talk to folks every week um, practically about their transition. And that's the main thing that they, you're, you're identifying or if you identified what the main issue is how do you go out and comfortably say to somebody and hey, you have no reason to trust me you have no reason to know me but i i just want to pick your brain about what you do um that's scary and a lot of people in transition don't do that yeah i was gonna say you know it's easy for craig and i Right, Craig. I mean, this this is what we do. Uh, kind of, we grew up with. So I get it. But Scott, I don't think I've ever asked you, man. Mentally, how how are you so successfully able to make that change? Because, like you said, man, you came from a, a place where that that just wasn't happening. Yeah, I um, I was fortunate enough to grow up in in kind of similar to you, Craig. Uh, I had a, had a fam. I had family that was always meeting new people and we're outgoing and gregarious and and um, I learned how to be transported from one place to another and, and be dropped in and hey you gotta you know make make friends whether it was summer camp or whatever when I was a kid growing up but um, in my 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 youth uh, my family was in Hollywood so there was always somebody coming over to the house that was really important or or you maybe you've seen them on TV, you know, and they were just normal people and you had to carry on a normal conversation with them. You couldn't be like, you know, what was it like to work with Burt Reynolds? Um, you know, you couldn't say that because that was weird. So that's how I learned it. And then I reapplied it. I even applied it in my law enforcement career. And that's why I was always selected to go to task forces because they're like, you know, everybody that I mean, the people even to this day uh, from my task force days will call me and ask me, Hey, do you have a contact here or there, or, you know, with this agency or that agency? And, um, but that's just who I was. I was always nerdy about that. I want to know about you. Tell me about you. What do you do? 
you know, and so in law enforcement, it was just a, it was just naturally, I wanted to learn about it. Greg, was that kind of like, is that what you're seeing from the folks that are still coming from the military and law enforcement? And when you talk about the transition through like some of the courses that you have and, and just in relationships, man, because automatically when somebody meets you, like I felt comfortable with you right away. Like that's, that's my guy. Right. I, I know, I know that guy. Right. So is it just an approach? Or are you just being you? And what do you, what are you seeing out there with the folks like Scott, man, they're transitioning. They're just trying to figure out their way around this whole networking thing. One of the uh, one of the things that uh, Scott had kind of opened up with was, you know, you got no reason to, t you know, to trust me. You got no, you know, to, to open up or any of that, um, it, which is true. But also it's think you have to think of it in a long as a long game mentality. Right. Um, if you're transitioning, the time to start networking is not three months before, you know, or even a year before. Um, a buddy of mine who was a, a CHP uh, guy, re retired, I forget how long ago, but I met him in 2017, and he was in the midst of, he and I'm just starting to network to get out there and see kind of what's there, and that was part of it too. What do you want to do? Well, I, I've been a cop for 20 years. I don't know. Like, what do I do? So I'm going to go out and talk to other guys that were that, that were on the job. I'm going to talk to me. He was also in the military. Talk to other you know guys that were in the military. Other guys were in the military. What's what's out there? Go to conferences. Um, you know, go to you know in this case, go to GSX. Go to you know in our CPC. Go to ISC. Like all these people. They, that's a place where those where they have where that industry, the law enforcement, military, easily gravitate to the security side because of all the hard skills and just the mindset and things like that. But it's like to move forward. What do we have? You know, what do you have to do? What are the skills? Well, you obviously you can shoot and, and drive and and all that other stuff like that's cool. But what are the other things that you need to learn on the corporate side? Well, you know, etiquette, you know, how to be nice to people. One of the things I beat people over the head with is smiling. Is I was taught in, in a it, funny enough in a security course or in a protection course about smiling. Uh, it, yeah. it, it, it represents in my in my view, like self-assuredness. Um, and I, hey, you can approach me. And hey, this is the type of face that a CEO might want to look at. You know, when they're they don't need the hard they don't need the hard guy. So, you know, to to go to go back and kind of get off course as I want to do. Um, starting ahead, starting well before you are planning on retiring um, is the key because then they have those people have the time. Like, yeah, you don't have any reason to trust me now, but in a year, as we foster this relationship, you will. And, and, and we'll start to find those, those common grounds. Um, I'll, I'll give you a quick story. And I, I put this in my, in my, uh, in my course, but it's called the Franklin effect. And essentially it was Ben Franklin when they were developing, well, when one, they were developing a country, but when he was in the Pennsylvania legislature, he was working with a guy that just didn't like him. They just didn't get along. They just, they just butted heads all the time. Anytime Franklin tried to do anything. So the guy, uh, don't tell me it was John name, Adams with that. Don't tell me it was John Adams. Hey, well, that's the thing in the story. They never say who it was. They just say another legislature, right? Or another legislature. So, what Franklin did is Franklin knew that a guy like he really he was an avid reader because Franklin was an avid reader and they kind of knew that he knew he had that they termed it a curious book. He had a curious book, which I think just means rare. So Franklin is like, how do I get through to this guy? Well, let me build a bridge. So he go, he asked the guy for a favor. Hey, will you let me borrow this book? 
Guy says, okay, gives it to him. But, you know, he reads through it a week later, returns it with a thank you note from that moment on. Anything Franklin tried to push through or get this guy supported him. And so he uh, went to he went to him to meet him where he was and knew it wasn't going to be he, he wasn't going to sell it to him. It's like he had to show him, hey, listen, we're not that far apart on everything else. Can we maybe can we maybe get together on these things? And so you kind of apply that into, you know, uh, coming out of the coming out of law enforcement, coming out of military and finding those people that and whether they were in or not, finding that common ground is something you guys can both guys, girls, you know what I'm saying you know, what you can both sink your teeth into as far as interest and man, things can, they move quickly. Well, as, as you and I can attest to Carlos, so like that was, you know, it was that quick, uh, you know, yeah. like, hey, listen, this is, this is, you know, this is good. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's funny, man. By the way, if anybody, here we go. Education piece, uh, read, uh, the life of Benjamin Franklin by Isaacson. Incredible. It, it's uh, to listen to, it, it'll take you over 40 hours to listen to it. It's a huge, huge book. And I got a chance to listen to it uh, on my very small drives to the airport out here in Silicon Valley in the Bay. Cause there's no traffic at all Ever. Uh, in Silicon Valley. But uh, real quick, Scotty, one of the things that he said, I thought it was interesting was, uh, you know, when, when Scott and I talk about it, it's like, are you someone I like to work with in the future? So like if you're yeah. working with somebody today and you're starting to make those connections, you got to make those connections because especially the ones that are retiring like now and stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Because they could be the ones that might hire you in the future. But if you start making those relationships, even at work, even at work, make relationships with people that are not automatically in your squad, make relationships with people that are not automatically in your platoon or whatever it is that in the military side, like whatever the case may be, you know, but are you somebody that I'd like to work with in the future? And that's how I approach too. big smile, man. Uh, one of the things that I learned from um, uh, never eat alone, which is another great book uh, for you to think about is, is one, I always focus on what favor I can do for somebody. And I think that's like Benjamin Franklin's like, well, the guy likes to read, man. I got a good book. Maybe I could hook him up. You know, what favor can I do for somebody first? And that's how do relationships, I think, always easily work for me, how they start for me. But then I'm genuine. And I literally, the first time I meet everybody, I meet them like I've known them, like I grew up with them, Craig. And people usually go, my God, like, man, that's awesome. It's always worked for me. But I think it's, you know, 21 years of working for Mickey Mouse, three more years in Cedar Fair Entertainment in that industry. Just allow me to do that. Scotty, I, I don't know, man. What do you think? You know what I wanted to ask you, Craig, um, it, your your journey to where you are today is not necessarily a traditional, you know, bodyguard to CEO type psych journey. Um, are you the founder of, of Maverick or uh, are you how, how did that relationship get started? Because you're also not geographically where you were in California. You're geographically at a different location. And that's hard, too. And it's all these scary jumps that you're doing in your career. Uh, I'm sure you weren't just there at the right place at the right time. You created it, you know, instantly. This is something that must have progressed over time. Are there any milestones or any lessons learned which you would do differently? Um, well, to answer your first question, and I'll try to remember that as, as we go here, um, uh, I am I'm the co-founder of, of uh, Maverick Protection Group, right? Um, how that came about was was absolutely networking. So I had mentioned my my uh, course that I that I created a few years ago, actually longer than that ago. But um, I was uh, I was delivering it through uh, e Executive Protection Institute, 
And yep. I was, um, you know, it was an online class. It was kind of towards the end of COVID and everybody was still, you know, online was still, and not that it's not big now, but I mean, that, you know, really new to like that really being the focus. And I was, uh, I was delivering the, the, the class. I don't know how many, six, seven people. I, I really don't remember, but at the end of it, I offer a, uh, a, a six week kind of boot camp. Like, Hey, listen, you know, work with me. Uh, you know, we'll do, yeah, we'll get further into how you, how did that work? But then also we did some personal development stuff coming from the getting, you know, being coached, you know, that, that kind of thing, um, which wasn't really what I wanted to do necessarily, but it, but it was just, it just kind of became part of it, part of who I am. So it just kind of landed in the, in the program as well. And uh, there was a guy on the other end of it uh, that was like, Craig, I think I'd like to, I think I'd like to take part in that, uh, in, you know, in that program. So, so uh, we, we ended up working together and, and uh, his name was Dave Schlechty and, and Dave is the other co-founder of, of Maverick. And uh, so he was a client of mine before, before anything. And, um, and so after, I forget how long it was, you know, a few months of working together, he was like, Hey, what do you think about getting into, into business, you know, together? And I was like, oh man, I've been part of the contract world before. Like I'm good. You know, I, and, uh, well, the job that I had while I was kind of waiting for, for, I don't know what I was waiting for, to be quite honest. Like, you know, I had a little bit of the coaching on, you know, and that wasn't, it was good, but it wasn't, it wasn't sustainable. Um, so I, as I was sitting, you know, on post one day, I was like, what am I waiting for? Like, what am I doing? And so I called Dave up and I'm like, Hey, what, what would it look like? Well, let me tell you what it would look like. <laughs> and he, he goes into full sales mode. And, um, we talked about it for over the course of about a month, I think. And, and then when we finally made the decision to, uh, to do it, I, I don't remember, I think it maybe it was September of 21 or something like that. I don't, I can't put my finger on it, but anyway, that's kind of how that happened. Um, and so that's, you know, that, that was, that was that. So there's that. Um, and then would I make any changes, you know, or, or, you know, have I made mistakes? Yeah, probably too many to count and certainly to mention. Um, but uh, would I change it? I, I, you know, I, I met my wife uh, after a bunch of, you know, it's like, you know, you, you find the right relationship after getting through some, not, not bad, but not great, but then bad and then, you know, and all that. And so you find the right, you know, they find the right person. So I, I did that and, and, you know, with her and, and, and then I, you know, I, I've been to, you know, to, through EPI, I wouldn't change that. That was great, you know, and, and all the things you experience kind of put you right in the place that you are. Um, and I, I like where I am and I, I like who I'm, who I get to be friends with, who I get to connect with, who's part of my network, um, the things I get to do. Uh, so, you know, could I have made better decisions as I went through life? Absolutely. But anything specific would I change? Probably not. Yeah, it's funny. It's it's funny that you said EPI because on the EP side, a lot of people ask me about it, and I'm not a fan. I did it a little bit with uh, within the, the Walt Disney Company. We actually have a kind of like an EP team, it's a VIP dignitary team within our property, which is 40 something square miles. It's a very interesting team, but it's it's a heck of a lot of fun. But here it is. Um, there's a lot of people that get into your field and they're like, well, do I really need education? I'm super, super badass. I don't need education. I'm, you know, but the EPI stuff, oh, I'm a big fan of EPI. So I'm glad, man, that the folks are actually going out there and getting the education they need to do the job. Your story to me is fantastic because it's not only about that, but it's taking the opportunities too when they come. 
you know, you can sense when when an opportunity is there. It's like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. One of the things that I've learned a lot from the folks that I grew up with in that kind of again same industry that you did was, you know, they're hustlers, man, hustlers. You know, they work hard, man. And if an opportunity comes, they can sense it. And they're like, boom, I'm jumping on it. Let's see where it leads, right? Um, and that's always a beautiful thing uh, for, for everybody that's in the industry. Same thing, though, in making these connections. When people offer you a connection opportunity, don't be afraid to reach out to them. Don't be afraid to talk to them. Don't be afraid to create that relationship with them. I do it all the time. You mentioned something, Craig, about getting out to these conferences and stuff like that. I know Scott and I talk about it all the time. I mean, it's cool when we go to GSX, we've got a nice group of like 10 folks riding with us. And these could be any new folks. And one of, one of the things that I tell them is that there's no better place to talk to people than a conference because everybody wants to talk. Everybody has something to say. Everybody has something to sell. Everybody has something to educate on. Like there's something, there's no easier place to just walk up to somebody and say, hey, how are you? My name is so-and-so. Just saw you hanging out over here. By the way, nice shoes. Boom. Conversation started. Right, Scotty? Yeah, the the, um, the thing that I've, I I want to focus on here, too, or not let this go, is, you know, conferences, education opportunities. And, Craig, you know, people coming in this transition phase, coming to the private sector, um, should be looking for those opportunities that – are also education-based, right? I mean, Carlos and I have Corporate Security University. That's no, no uh, surprise, but um, that's, you know, learning how to do corporate security better isn't um, where you begin and end, right? You've got to work on that personal development as well. And and it sounds like that's something that, that you offer and that, that uh, you would be behind as well. Did you start that because you felt like you were missing something or is that something that you were just, I wanna help other people and this is the way I'm gonna do it? No, the personal development was definitely something like I'm ready for more, I, I need, and, and it has to be a, a personal decision. Like there can, you can, people can tell you, hey man, you like you need help or, you know, or whatever it is, you know, whether it's help or it's, you know, but to go to the, for me to, to take a step up um, I felt that I needed it and, and I was, I was ready to do it. And I went out searching for it. Um, and, 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 and I happened and I, I found it during networking. I was at a, I was at a, 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 a BNI meeting that was, it was a mixer to, to boost membership, uh, at this one chapter that I did end up joining, but that's where I met this coach. And, and I tell you, she just glowed. And so when I, when I, you know, met her, like she, she pulled your attention in and then, you know, then we got to be friends and then, and then she eventually she became my coach. Um, and so that was just something, uh, that I needed. And uh, on the education point, I want to say that networking, uh, offers such a unique opportunity to learn because you're in a room, if you're in a mixer or in a conference, certainly, you know, to trade show, you're in a room with so many people that no one has the same story, different background, different ethnicity. They're from a different country. They speak a different language, different religion, went to school, didn't go to school, MBA, no MBA, uh, you know, uh, law degree, high school dropout, like all these things of all these people that you can get these perspectives from that you would never have the opportunity to do that on your own. And the 
I don't know if it's good or bad. I think I think it's good is that that room will never be the same. So because there'd never be those people, those exact people, same time, same place where you you have to get as much as you can while you're there. So for three days, you got to push and you just and like and, and everybody that you can talk to. And it's like you will sleep when you're on the plane or when you get home, uh, you know, but when you get back to wherever you're going, like but you got to get it while you're there. Um, otherwise, you might miss an opportunity. And, um, you know, I know some people don't like, again, this is me. And I love this shit, man. I, I get high, uh, when I start talking, if you couldn't guess, I, I know people aren't going to be able to see this, but you, you guys can see it. So, um, no. I, you know, anytime we go to the close protection conference, it's like, I'm, <laughs> it's you know, I'm everywhere. So those mixes are the best, by the way, EP mixers, everybody, if you haven't had a chance to get out and you get invited to an EP mixer and you happen to just be a local law enforcement person, military or whatever, go, go. Cause it's yeah. a lot of fun. These guys are uh, just the amount of energy that's in the room is crazy, but you know, these mixers, the security associations that you're talking about, these trade groups, right. They provide great networking opportunities, connections, mentorship, and lessons all day, every day. If there's one place, I think, People should think about Craig exactly what you said. You got to get out to these things, man, and start start knocking on doors. Because if you're not if you're not doing it, you know it's it's just not happening. That's well, all I gotta say. Relying on on what you've done is great to a point to say, yeah, I have I had this background. I did this time, you know, wh whatever it was, whether you know, twenty years in in the military and retire or you do your four years or law enforcement career and you, whatever it is like, yeah, you have these skills. Now we got to, now we got to start adding on to them. Right. And, and yeah, you still go to the, you still go to the range. You still do all these things that keep you sharp, you know, iron sharpens iron, but also too, the, there's these classes that you can do And Where can you go for classes? Well, you know, you can go to, you know, corporate security university. You can go to, um, you know, not to sell anybody. I like, I'm on, I'm on LinkedIn premium. Right. And so there's a ton yeah. of classes on there. There, I was just, I'm going to share this at CPC, but there's like over 12,000 classes on communication. 12,000, like you're going to find something. There's 1,100 classes on networking, you know, and whether it's specific or how specific it gets, but it's just like there's a ton of stuff that you can go through and find what you, you know, what you need. Like what, what do you have? And you got to be honest with yourself then. What am I not good at? And and you, cops, military, type A, right? Like, I, I'll get some, right? Or alpha, like I, I, you know, I know what I know. Like, well, that's great, but you, but do you know what you don't know? And you got to be real honest with yourself and have that conversation and say, listen, here's where I need work. Here's where I can go for thirty dollars a month or sixty dollars a month or whatever LinkedIn is, and get that or Udemy or wherever. But there's, it's out there. You just got to go do it get yourself up to speed on that, whether it's networking or not, just where do you, where do you lack? I don't take a whole bunch of networking courses because I'm pretty good at it. However, I still do. Right. And so, you know, I, I, I start to go the other way, you know, it's like leadership, um, you know, mentorship, coaching, things like that, things that I want to be better at so that I can be better. I can be a better network member for my network. So do, do you find that that is the same thing for a business owner? You know, this, do you network in the same way you do if you're for somebody who, who's in transition or is that, is that different? Your approach to networking with clients or potential clients to networking with uh, colleagues. 
Well, when you're not working with colleagues, right, you're you're in your circle. You know, that's where that's yeah. where you live. Like, you know, you know who you know or, hey, I should meet that guy or that gal. Why should I meet them? Well, then that's another that's a whole other thing you have to spend some time on is I, why do I want to know them or why would it be good to, to meet them? Why would it be good for them to know me? And so like, there's the you know, I think Carlos mentioned that earlier is like. You know, what can I do? For well, them? What can I offer them? Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, what, what am I doing for them? And so so that's part of it. But then going out and looking for clients and then you're you're clearly you got to get you got to get out of your circle. Right. Uh, and, and so yeah. and so I, I think it I think it is different. Right. Because the the idea is different. And now if you're networking with colleagues, um, what is it that you know, what do you what do you need? And so and, and I will say that because it, it, it should be a two way street. So do you need a job, right? Do you need a partner? Do you need a vendor? Do you need some intel? Uh, you know, you knew, you know that they were, um, you know, in Europe and you're going to the same place that they were. Do they, you know, they spend time there. So that I'm going to reach out to them and are they going to be willing to offer you information versus, hey, we're trying to, uh, we're trying to get clientele. Well, you know, where am I based? Well, I offer services everywhere. Well, do you have teams everywhere? Um, you know, and so that's, so that's, so I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn as, as you both, as you both know, as you both do. And so, you know, that's, that's great, but is it necessarily, that's where I, I've, I've, we've landed a couple of clients, um, from LinkedIn. Now there was more to it. It wasn't just there, um, but there was more to it. But, uh, so I, I think it, I think it is different in how you, uh, and how you approach it, because what is it that I'm trying to accomplish? And whether that's build, just building your network and brand awareness, right? Um, and hey, I'm just out here and I just want to meet as many people in this space as I can. Um, or, you know, I am looking for, you know, I'm looking for clients to network that. Well, what clients do I want? Like, who, who do I want to work for? What's available What's available to me in Ohio versus what's available to me if I'm a business owner in California, uh, you know, or Canada or Australia? You're like, you know, you got to get real specific and, and what do we, what's my company good at, you know, and, and what, what do people call us for? And should we double down on that or, or should, are we trying to make a right turn, which I would not say you make a right turn, like at least till you, and at least until you're established and solvent and, and remain that way to, you know, yeah. to, to then maybe venture off and do something different. So, but yeah, that, so yeah. I look at them a little bit differently and, and how you, and how you approach it, but it's still, still smile, still be authentic. <laughs> Still make a long-term mentality, long-term game. Yeah. Well, you, Scott, are you paying for this coaching? This is good, good coaching, man. I think I'm going to be very specific on this. Hey, but let me ask you a question, Craig. Is as we're coming in like 30 minutes or so, Mm -hmm. let me ask you a question. Do you ever ask somebody to mentor you? Because one of the things that I've 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 learned from a lot of the folks that come in from military law enforcement, I was like, they're not used to that. I, I've stepped out of my comfort zone a lot. When I was young, I, I didn't understand what really what it meant to do that. But uh, but I've asked people, even my business now, to mentor me. And and what happens is that that relationship really becomes because you, you're very vulnerable and you're able to you know, conversate back and forth. And I've learned that people that have been around the business forever and ever, they actually want to help you. They love to mentor. And they, that is part of them growing, too, as a human being. And But, again, you have to – it's kind of almost part of networking, the mentorship piece of it. 
but a lot of people are afraid, man, to go up to somebody who says, hey, man, will you mentor me? Will, can I sit with you a couple hours, pick your brain on the business and what you're doing? And what happens that that becomes a person you always call, right? That they trust you, you trust them, and you're able to open openly. Have, have you ever had somebody like that, or did you ever reach out to someone? I, I, absolutely. Uh, you know, time and time again, some people have said yes, some have said no, you know, and, and always very nice, right? But um, with the, with that sort of relationship, um, you know, you can, there's been so many, especially now, like online, you know, all the people, the online personalities, you think about Gary Vaynerchuk or Patrick Pet David or any of those guys, like that's a mentorship kind of position, right? Um, you know, and, and like you said, people that have been in business for so long, um, that if they've made it that long, they're doing something right and they want more people in the business to also do it right. So it is in their interest as well to, 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 share, the, to share the knowledge, right? I've been lucky enough to, to sit in, um, you know, to sit in a number of uh, classes or just listening to interviews in person, like at the CPC, to listen to Elijah Shaw talk about the way that he does it or the what he's experienced. I love Elijah, man. He, he interviewed me one time with yeah. uh, Security Magazine. He's a really good guy, him and Fellum, so good dudes. Oh, yeah, for sure, right? And, I, you know, with EP Mixer, I spend uh, I spend time talking to Christian West, you know, and just, for one, he's not, he's... he's Been there, done he, that he, kind he, of guy. He, that guy's been around. Right, yeah. and he's, so, and he's, he's Danish, so he, he, it's not, he doesn't have the American brain. So he thinks about things differently, right? And so to sit and just, if he starts talking, I'll, I, unless he's asking me questions, I'll just sit and listen, right? And Joe Lasorza too, like, you know, these guys that are leaders in the, in the EP, in the EP space, right? That just to, to be able in the same room, you get mentorship that way. If you'll look at it that way, and plenty of people look at it as an educational point, but like also you keeping up and, and, and things like, you know, on, on what they are doing, what they are saying. And, and, you know, each one of them would say, I'm not the end all be all to any of this, right? You should talk to other people. You should listen to other people and what they say. And there's plenty of other people that we didn't mention that are in the space too, that are wildly intelligent and have so much wisdom. Um, and if you, you know, if you have a, if you're part of a company or if you're part of a big company that has that program, there's companies that offer that, that a mentorship program through the company like if and sometimes you have to do it right and that's okay yeah. like within that company and that's okay too like that's probably better that it that it becomes mandatory but the benefits of that for for both sides but certainly for the, the person being mentored you know if you'll take it and run with it and really start to put into to practice the things that your mentor is 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 serving up to you um, and, so, and sometimes it's in a form of challenge, but it's like, it's, you know, not whether you win or lose or whether you fail or succeed. It's like, what did you learn? And, and now how do you apply that? And the other stuff that you're talking about, it's Mr. Miyagi, right? You know, wax on, wax off, paint up that, you know, all that, all that stuff. It wasn't so he'd paint the fence well. It was so he learned how to defend, right? And so that's how, that's how I think mentorship sometimes works. And uh, like, I think it's invaluable. I, God, I agree. I agree, man. I agree. Listen, we got to slowly close this thing out. And again, it's about networking, making connections and everything else that could either fit your business, your lifestyle, what you want to be, what you want to do. So Craig, if there was, you know, a couple of things that you would tell folks, man, to 
about. Look, here's some things we need to focus on right off the bat. And then, you know, throw a couple more things out, man. Plug yourself like crazy. We'll make sure we'll add this stuff in. But, yeah, tell, tell the folks a couple more things that they should be focusing on and thinking about, and then uh, we'll close this out. Well, the, you, right out of the gate, it's the, I've mentioned it a couple of times now, it's, it's long game, right? Networking is not an overnight thing, so it, so it, it has to start now. And you have to be able, you have to be willing to give. If you want to get something, you have to be willing to give first to get later, if at all, because it might not work out. Like you might not exchange a dollar. You might not exchange a con. You might do no business with that person that you're meeting. Um, but it doesn't mean that at some point they won't refer you to somebody or you to them. And so it's a long game mentality. So, and it has to be about the relationship. Not the dollars and cents, because like I said, it's not always. There's not always going to be something at the end. There's there's not always going to be something at the end of a rainbow if there in fact is a rainbow, right? And so, being authentic also, and and you had brought that up earlier, and that it's that's so wildly important to be who you are. I, I just made a post on on LinkedIn, you know, and I called it a uh, Mister Rogers moment or something. I like you just the way you are, right? And yeah. and. Is it, you know, is it, I, I don't know, hokey? Yeah, sure. But uh, the, the point is, it's, it's just being who you are, uh, accentuating the skills that you actually have and not the things that you want, um, but working towards them and talking about working towards them and not being complete or finished book yet. None of us are, or at least we shouldn't be, right? Uh, Christian, uh, in one of, one of our, you know, talks, he was like, Anytime somebody refers to them, for sorry, anytime someone refers to themselves as an expert, I always think about the X part first. So it's like, okay, you know, and 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 I think it was a you know a little a little jab. You were having a little fun with it, but I I still think um, there's something to that. You know, if you think you're if you think you're done, you're far from it. Um, you know, and then I and I mentioned before, uh, you know, just in as far as a tactic goes is is smiling, right? Uh, being aware of it, uh, knowing that it is disarming, knowing that that is what draws people in. Um, and it's okay to approach. Uh, I, I'm open to a conversation. And uh, all, you know, anything, anything that good comes out of smiling, pay attention to because that's what you're, that's what you're putting out or that's what you're not putting out when you have, you know, when you're having the opportunity in a giant room, in a mixer, anytime you're networking, meeting somebody new, meeting your friend's friend, meeting your, your colleagues, network, uh, whatever it is, being genuinely happy to see somebody. Now, put a pin in that, you do have to work on it, right? It's a mental game. You have to prepare for this stuff. If you don't like networking, man, get a couple books. Um, you know, Networking for People Who Hate Networking by Devorah Zak. Awesome book, right? Uh, Networking Like a Pro by Ivan Meisner. Great book, right? Um, whatever the other one is, Dig, dig You Well Before You Start. Uh, ne never, yeah, Never Eat Alone. Is never Eat Alone. Yeah, one. all these. Get a book and get the skills, at least mentally, and prepare. Like, here's what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to accept that there's going to be conversations you're not going to want to get into. Or somebody that is going to be, you know, boozing it up heavy and uh, because they got to get liquid courage, Right. You don't need that because you've taken the time to prepare yourself mentally to go out and meet people. If you got to get yourself in a different frame of mind for that, because eventually the more you do it, like anything, the more you do it, the better you get. 
you know, proper practice prevents poor performance or whatever it is, but it's just like, you know, but, but proper practice, you know, it's exactly that. So more, more people than not, I think, don't spend that kind of time thinking about networking because now yeah, I'll just go out and wing it. I'll go out and bring some cards. I'll go out and say hi to a few people. It's like, there's more, there's so much more to it um, that you could get scientific about <laughs> um, as far as meeting people and standing and power posing and, and, and posture and all this other stuff that matter when you're out there, not so much to the other person, but for you to be at your best while you're out doing it. So, Scott, that's a lot of stuff, man. By the way, another one else, when you started mentioning books, I'm like, let me listen. To, yeah, how to win friends, right? And influence people. That's like a classic. Sure. You know, if you yep. haven't had a chance to, to put some time into that, I thought that was a, that was a good one uh, by me. Um, God, so, so many different time. Oh, by the way, is it Benjamin Franklin in American life? I had to put it up uh, by yeah. Walter Isaacson. If you haven't had a, a chance to look at that, but um, a lot of great stuff. Scotty, what, what do you, what do you think, man? This is what I love about talking to visionaries like Craig, the industry that we are in, uh, the next, what I tell people, and we've been on podcasts talking about this, Carlos, the next job or offer or opportunity or client that you're going to have will probably come from somebody you spent time networking with or somebody you know. Uh, people are getting really sick and tired of shotgunning their resume out there or throwing cards out there and getting zero return on that investment. By the way, it's not, it's a horrible investment. And the next opportunity that we're going to have is because we've done this hard work, which is to sit down, have a drink or a coffee or a, you know, break bread and build a, a real authentic relationship. That's hard. So that's, but that's the thing that will get us to that next level. And you, you've clearly done that throughout your life, Craig, and, and appreciate you coming on and sharing that with us because that is what we try to impart with people who are attending corporate security university, people who are in transition out of military and law enforcement. You have to do this, these things to, if you want to go anywhere with your life. And um, the world, as big as it is, as populated as it is, is only getting smaller. Social media helps us do that. Technology helps us do that. And now we have our friend, Chad GTP, who helps us do that. Um, and so it's only going to get better. Good old Chad. Good old yeah, Chad. Good old well, Chad. listen, Craig, we, we appreciate you, man, from uh, from the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for coming on on the Corporate Security uh, University podcast, man, and sharing with the folks a little bit of that kind of knowledge, man, on on making connections and meaningful, meaningful, real connections and uh awesome man i appreciate you i mean it's been great being here uh I, you know i, I love uh the the like-mindedness uh, that, I, that i think we all share um and certainly the people uh you know your students your network your uh your followers you know they have to have a piece of that in there too right to to continue to tune in to listen um you know, to buy the book right you should go out and buy the book um and uh, and so being able to talk to more, you know, to, to talk to more people like that is never a bad thing. And and, uh, you know, I, I love it. And I, I can't I can't thank you enough for uh, for allowing me to get on here and, and get nuts about networking a little bit. 
Yeah, we'd love to have you in the book that he's talking about, by the way, everybody, I think is a show you want to get into corporate security talks about networking, a bunch of stuff in the book as well. And uh, but yeah, look, being everyone's best friend, really trying to work things out. Right. Uh, making sure that you're heading out there to security associations, mixers and everything else that's available, trade groups. Right. Uh, finding people on social media, making those connections, too. We didn't even get to like LinkedIn, just like reaching out and <laughs> asking for people's time. I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Right. Scott, that we talk about. It's just a lot of things, Scotty. But listen, Craig, man, that was a good one with Craig, Scott. Yep, definitely. Appreciate you being oh. on, Craig. It's been yeah. my pleasure, 100%. All right, everybody. Well, listen, my name is Carlos Francisco. And I'm Scott Walker. And this is Corporate Security University. Security excellence through education. Take care, everybody. We'll see you. Security bye-bye. excellence through education. Corporate Security University. <laughs>